When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One of the most intriguing aspects of 5G is its ability to replace your home internet service. But is it consistent enough for your needs? I'm Roger Chang, and this is your Daily Charge. What's me to discuss this is CNET Mobile Editor Eli Blumenthal, who actually made the switch himself. Welcome, Eli. Thanks for having me. So before we get into the switch, I'm just curious what service you switched out of. Like, What did you previously have? I had Charter Spectrum. So depending on where you live, it's either Charter or Spectrum. It's just one company. And uh, I was paying, together with my two roommates, about 120 or so dollars a month for a couple of cable boxes and 400 megabit per second internet. And generally speaking, were you happy with it? It was fine. Uh, it was expensive because even when you're dividing that by three, that's that's still pretty pricey. And we're big sports fans. So the reason why we kept cable around is because in the New York area, if you want to watch uh, Nets basketball or Yankees baseball, you need the Yes Network. If you want to watch the Rangers or the Knicks, you need MSG. If you want to watch the Mets, you need SNY. And the simplest way often to get those channels is to subscribe to cable. But now the basketball season is largely over. It's the playoffs. It's all on national television. Uh, finally got them to uh, indulge me in this experiment. <laughs> well, let's talk about this experiment because you have been trying out both Verizon and T-Mobile. Uh, and I guess before we get into how they did, it's probably noteworthy to talk about the special circumstances around that because right, neither Verizon or T-Mobile actually officially offer 5G home services where you live, correct? Yes. So contrary to the very prominent ad campaigns that both T-Mobile and Verizon are running constantly, seemingly, to actually be eligible for either's respective home internet services, you need to be in an area they deem appropriate. What that means is it's an area where their 5G networks are strong enough where they have no problems offering home internet because they're not worried that it's going to distract or detract from the traditional wireless experience that they offer to so many more people. So my area, even though I have very strong uh, T-Mobile coverage with their mid-band ultra-capacity network, and I have very strong Verizon coverage with their C-band ultra-wideband network, technically, I don't qualify as either. Uh, my old address, a couple blocks away, was eligible for T-Mobile Home Internet. So that's how I, I've signed up for it. And I've been paying for it and using it on and off for the last few months. Uh, more recently, more focused on it during this, I guess, experiment, as I called it before. Uh, Verizon just recently turned on their faster network in my area. I reached out to them and they sent over a device uh, to let me test it out because it was so strong in my area. I should also note that with Verizon, there's another caveat on top of that, which is if you're in an area where you can get its Fios fiber optics, fiber optics service, they will steer you towards that. And f for good reason from there, and they already laid the cable, it's a pretty impressive service on its own, even though it's a little bit more expensive. Uh, they want you to use that service as opposed to 5G Home. And But is it possible to get, like, can you, I, I know you said they steer you towards Fios, but can you say, like, no, I don't really want Fios. I really just want 
the Verizon Home 5G service? That's a, that's a great question. If, if you want 5G Home and you're in a Fios area, or if you're building, I'm in New York City, if your building is wired for Fios, if your home is wired for Fios, you are not eligible for 5G Home. Okay. You need, okay. If you want Verizon Internet, you need to get Fios. Okay, good. that's a good good point to consider for folks who are looking at this stuff. Uh, so let's let's get into it. Let's start with T-Mobile since you've been using that a lot. Uh, you've been using it longer. How has the service been? It's actually gotten a bit better lately, which I'm encouraged by. T-Mobile's had pretty solid 5G coverage in my part of New York City for a while. It's recently seemingly hit another level. I'm getting download speeds that are 300, 400, sometimes even 500 megabits per second. That's, that's half a gigabit. And that's pretty good. Can't really ask for much more for when you're watching 4K Netflix or playing games on Xbox or doing Zoom calls like we're doing right now. Um, I believe I'm actually connected to T-Mobile Home Internet as we're doing this. I am. So it seemingly works fine for all the day-to-day stuff you need to do. Um, And again, it has gotten better. When I was first using it back in the earlier days, it was 100 to 200, maybe peaks of three. So the fact that it's improving even as T-Mobile's already deployed 5G pretty robustly in this area, it gives me some confidence that's going to continue to get better. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I will note it's it's not perfect. Sometimes I feel like I, I, you get come in a little grainy, so might quibble with the, the consistency of T-Mobile service. What about Verizon? Verizon uh, started off really strong for me. The first week I had it, it was excellent. It Download speeds are fine. Latency was good, uh, which is the responsiveness of the network. Upload speeds were fine. T-Mobile's uploads have generally been a little bit better than Verizon, but both were on par or better than what I was getting with Spectrum. Uh, Verizon seemed to have had some kind of issue in my second week that I wasn't aware of as a user, and it took a lot of constant back and forth with, with some of their uh, public relations folks to try to figure out what was going on and talking to their network team. Apparently, there was a backhaul issue that completely messed up the cell tower near my apartment. Uh, some construction went up that also caused some issues. So needless to say, uh, week two was so bad that I had to switch away and go to a different provider which switched over from Verizon to T-Mobile to move on to that level of, of this comparison because it just became such a, a frustrating experience for myself and my roommates. Uh, since then, it has gotten better. The, the service has seemingly returned back to its normal-ish levels of what I was seeing in the first week. But it's that idea of inconsistency. And, and as you mentioned, we're seeing that with T-Mobile too, or at least you're, you're hearing that from your end of this call. Um, that does, while I'm, comp- while I'm bullish on the future prospects of this, I'm a little more tepid on if it can actually replace it now, especially in areas that aren't fully optimized yeah, and- for these just to give our listeners a sense of how you're actually taxing these services, like what, what exactly are you doing in your home? Like how are, what are you running off of it? What kind of apps, what kind of services? Because uh, you mentioned you've got some roommates too, right? So that's that's three people, you know, presumably doing a lot. I'm, I'm just curious how much you're actually doing, how much bandwidth you're consuming. Yeah, so we're three 20-something-year-olds who love sports, who are constantly streaming things, whether it's, uh, YouTube TV or DirecTV Stream for live content or it's Netflix or playing games on Xbox or just doing our work from home uh, because we still live in, in these times. Uh, we, I believe in, in my first week of using the Verizon service, we were doing 140 gigs, according to my Eero, in the course of 
a couple of days. So we're, we're very much consumers as far as how we, we use our internet access. And, and as far as taxing the network, you can't ask for more. One of my roommates is constantly streaming something like almost around the clock. Um, and as far as using the network, that, that's as demanding as it can get. He's watching things in 4K or, or I'm playing a game or my other roommate's doing some calls. It's, it's constant use. And in this constant use, it's like, is there ever a sense that like it might be too much that like you've got to tell someone to like cough their stream for a bit or, or, or is it running pretty smoothly for everyone? I haven't had to tell anyone to, to slow down or take their – or adjust their daily habits. So it hasn't, it hasn't been that bad. And again, this is – we're in an area that's not fully optimized, which also gives me some, some interesting optimism that maybe if this was a optimized area, it would be a, a little bit better. Um, haven't told anyone to adjust their, their use. It seemingly works fine except for those random intermittent drops for a second where everything shuts off and I have to reboot the entire system. I've had that with T-Mobile. I've, I've had those types of issues. I've had those issues, admittedly, with Spectrum in the past, but they were fewer and far between. Um, but those, those are the random moments where it's like, okay, this isn't a real fix because you can't predict them. And the biggest thing right now is having some sense of stability. Yeah, and so interestingly, that that's convinced you to kind of move off of both of these and go with another provider, one I actually hadn't heard of. Tell me about what you actually ended up with. Yeah, so we switched to – well, once we were having some of these issues with Verizon and with T-Mobile, we're like, okay, we need to look at something else. So we looked at Fios. We looked at Spectrum. Those are one of the more pricier solutions. And we saw our building actually is wired for the service called Honest Networks, which uses – ironically, I guess in this case, a different form of 5G, a higher frequency technology known as millimeter wave. And they promise gigabit connections for 50 bucks a month. All in, our building is wired for this service and figured, you know what, 50 bucks a month for gigabit, that's $30 cheaper than Spectrum, $40 cheaper than Verizon for comparable levels of service. Why not give this one a shot? And so far, it seems to generally be working pretty well. It's not 100% perfect. There were random spurts uh, including last night where it just got kicked off but i couldn't tell if that was my eero acting up or the the service itself because after the eero meant randomly rebooted everything was fine within within seconds but it generally is pretty solid especially on latency where it's constantly under 10 seconds and usually under five five milliseconds i should say which is which is incredibly responsive verizon and t-mobile are generally in the low 20s to 40 millisecond range so to hear to see something significantly more responsive is really impressive and so if just i guess lastly if you are interested in making the switch uh, how do you find out if you actually are eligible for any of these services so for verizon and t-mobile they each have websites set up where you have to go in and plug in your address there is no coverage map for home internet right now where you can just scroll over and see oh okay my address fits it has 5g i'm good it's not how this works at least today you have to go to verizon's uh, 5g home website or t-mobile's 5g home internet website plug in your address and go from there it may work it may not um t-mobile covers around 40 million people or eligible households i think it's the terminology they use verizon is 30 million so 
there are sizable amounts of people, but it's not everywhere you get 5G or 5G UW on Verizon or 5G UC on T-Mobile that you're going to be eligible. Um, but one thing that both of them are doing that's, I think, pretty helpful is that the national ad campaigns are raising awareness that there is a new competitor. It may not be available right now for you, but if your bill is high, you could probably call up your local cable company and say, hey, I saw this ad to Verizon or T-Mobile and maybe leverage that to get you a slightly better rate. Well, that's good advice, uh, especially if that service isn't quite available yet. Uh, Eli, thank you for your time and for sharing your experiences. You can check out his story on CNET.com. If you have any questions, ping me on Twitter at Roger W. Chang. And if you like what you heard, please rate and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps us out. For The Daily Charge, I'm Roger Chang. Thanks for listening.